interstate form preview. Brought to you by Tabs The Lock. New on the Tab app. TNC Supply. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1800 858 858. I was all fired up for the intro for Caulfield and another promo comes on. That's okay. Six minutes past nine is time to look at Caulfield for today. We're on a good four. Heard from um, track manager Tim Bailey a little earlier. Chance of showers around the place, but PB Lawrence Day. We've got to look at these good three-year-olds as well. The Regal Roller and um, Mark Hunter and Warren Huntley are on the line to talk about this program. Firstly, uh, Mark, a very good morning to you. A little bit of a, uh, more than a hint of spring in the air with these horses today. Morning, Richard. Yeah, it's a fantastic meeting when you see these three-year-olds coming back. We've got We've got a good four. We've missed all the rain during the week. We have got some, you look on the map, it's sort of coming down from the east there. It's sails. So all eyes all eyes on the weather through the afternoon, which could uh, certainly complicate things a lot. Great pleasure to welcome in Warren Huntley, as always. G'day, Warren. Morning, Richard. What's happening? Not a lot. Looking forward to getting to Caulfield today. Hate to see the new season three-year-olds there. We've got a lot to learn today and some challenging races. And as Mark said, a bit of a weather watch with that uh, rain sneaking up from the, the Gippsland area. Hopefully we don't get too much of cool food. Let's get stuck in and break this meeting down. Race one at 10 past midday uh, is an open handicap. We're going over the mile where number six, Chief Altoni, is a $2.40 favourite here. Number seven, Jimmy the Bear, right there at $3 on the tab fixed. And then number five, thought of that off a break. Is there at $4.60? Then we get double figures about number three, Midnight Blue, resuming here. So a lot of yard watches right throughout the day. But um, Mark, you can fire away here. Chief Altoni, a 2.40 favourite for the first. Richard, I like thought of that here to lead all the way. I think uh, the scratching of Mr. Exclusive means the only other horse in the race who goes forward is Jimmy the Bear. They haven't been hell-bent on leading with him, so I would think if Linda gets thought of that out the gate's okay. It just takes up the lead. It controls the race. It's pretty fair to the recent hurdle trial, and it's just a dry tracker, so we don't want the rain to come. should be okay before 12 o'clock. I think thought of that will lead all the way and win here to beat Seven Jimmy the Bear, who's in terrific form, taking on the older horses, getting back onto a better track, a couple of queries, but going well. Six Chief Elkney. He might win, but no doubt in the world he's a, a better soft track horse. And for fourth, number four, Sosie Bond, who suited this sort of race. It's been a while between drinks, obviously, but he's got some chance. But look, I think five can dictate the race, lead all the way and win. Five, seven, six and four. Leaning to number six, Chief Elton. He can't be improving at this stage of his preparation, but Craig Williams aboard, he might do something proactive to try and get him into, into a race that does look to be controlled on speed. I thought of that. I thought Chief Elton, Six ahead of seven, Jimmy the Bear, who's been racing well in three-year-old company. He's not that well-treated the handicaps here, albeit on the minimum weight, but he takes on the, the older horses here, and his rating would have him uh, further down in the weights if he was able to, to get right down to, to a true handicap. I agree with Mark, the thought of that's going to control the race, and he could prove hard to run down with the blinkers on first up. Midnight Blue will be off the speed and, and working home. Six, seven, five, three. Race two at Caulfield this afternoon is a Phillies and Mares benchmark 78. We get up over the mile. Pretty open market. Number two, uh, American Angel. She's at $4.80 fixed, and she's the favourite at $4.80 on the tab fixed market. Number three, th- uh, Thalassophile, is at $5.00, is a current $4.10 favourite on the tote. Number eight, Unusual Culture at $6.00. Seven, Rotutsu Seven. Number five, uh, Pasio- uh, Passione, is at $8.00. And number 11, uh, Pitchinun at $8.00. So nice cramped market here, Warren, with the Phillies and the Mares. How did you sort them out? 
very competitive race. I think it could be a good race for the Danny O'Brien stable. Well documented that number two American Angel just didn't get the momentum when she needed it. Cyclone Sally was rolling along on speed and probably it was reasonably safe to assume that the field would break up and Damien Lane would get the gaps. Well, that didn't happen. So she effectively was re- restricted room when the race was really going on and then she, she worked through the line late, but it was all over by then. Don't think that'll be the scenario from a wider draw here. Going to go with two ahead of the stable, mate, 11. Pitchinun, you can tie a bit of the form together through Rizutsu, and, and it's true. And I think Pitchinun's going well. She seems to appreciate having her run space. She's going to need some luck from the draw, but I think she's ready to win a, a race of this standard. Number three, Thalassophile. Covered a bit of ground, but just had nice momentum last start. So inside draw, going to get a more economical run. Brett Preble will have to just get clear when she, she needs to, to put the pressure on. Five, Pashion. I think the step up to 1,600 metres will suit. Nigel Blackiston saying that she does like to get her toe in the ground, so any rain during the day would not be a negative, and I don't think the track will firm up too much by this stage of the day. Two, 11, three, five. I've got the same four numbers here, just a different order. I'll go number 11, Pitchinun, who I think dead set ready to win. Couldn't get a run at the Valley there last time was emergency. It gets here into a race that's absolutely perfect on the 54. The issue you've got is the gate. I don't know where it gets to. It's got quite a few horses who want to settle in the same spot. So John McNeil will need some luck early to beat number five, Passiona, who originally I thought won a weak race last time. I thought this was a harder race, but it's on the improve. It goes the mile. It's going to get a great run for Craig Williams, whereas a lot of these other ones draw a bit sticky. Two American Angel. It's another one that draws sticky. It hasn't had much luck its last couple, and I'm sure it's a better horse on soft ground, but got a chance. And then three to Lassophile, who's going to be buried away midfield, inside, racing consistently. We'll need horses to get out of its way to get clear. It's got a hope also. 11, 5, 2 and 3. Race 3 on the day is a Mare's Benchmark 90 over the 1,100 metres, the Fierce Impact Breed Elite. I think if you win this race, you might get yourself a nom to Fierce Impact. I thought I saw Mick Sharkey talking about that. Number four, top of the market here, She's All Class. And She's All Class is at $2.50, fixed with the tab and your favourite. Number two, Scorched Earth is at $5. Number three, Hellfest resumes here at five fifty. dollars uh, Number seven, Throntari Racing Well at $6.50. And number five, Little Stevie is a $7 chance out to Mega Mia, the best of the rest. But She's All Class here. Uh, Mark, a $2.50 fixed favourite, $1.90 on the tote for race three. Yeah, I think it'll win, Richard. She's all class. It would win, certainly win on its best Sydney form. Had its first go for the Ma Eustace team. It was a terrific run. It's since had a setback, hence the time between runs. I think all you're banking on here is the stable having it right. There's no speed in this race. It won't park too far away. Maybe even stalk the like of, likes of uh, Hellfest or Scorched Earth. And Look, I think She's all class will win to beat number three, Hellfest. It'll go forward and get a beautiful run, this horse. I think it's trial well. It'll give a good kick for Jamie Carr. It's the one that they'll have to run down in the straight. Seventh, Rontari. Willow will know there's no speed. He'll try and settle the horse closer. Terrific win last time. And then two, Scorched Earth, who I think might have just needed that run first up in Adelaide. I think it'll give a great sight here from gate one, but the 59.5, I just think, will pull it up the last 150 metres. I think four will win. Four, three, seven, and two. Not a lot to add there. I think she's all classes is one of the better bets on the card. Just yeah, just hoping she's come through that. What appeared to be a minor setback. She ran well first run for the new stable. She's got good performances back earlier in her career, and she looks to be getting back on track. Doesn't look a lot of obvious speed here. She doesn't have to get too far away, and I think she can quicken down nicely late and win the race. Four ahead of three Hellfest looks to have trolled up nicely. 
to resume with Jamie Carr aboard. She might be in a forward position as Mark outlined. Seven Trontari was good. This preparation in general got the right breaks, got the momentum and, and ran through the line in a race with the tempo to suit last start. Looks a different scenario here, but she's fit and going well. And Scorched Earth might be right on speed from that inside draw fitter for that one run in Adelaide where she was just okay, but she will strip fitter. 4-3-7-2. Takes us on to race four at Caulfield today, a benchmark 78, going over the 1,200 metres. Top of the market, number five, I Am Bene, and is a $3.90 fixed favourite, three twenty on the tote. Number two, Lady of Honour. Uh, resumes here. Interesting. Pretty smart. Um, it's pretty smart type. Four twenty fixed. Three ten and the Toad favourite. Number one home rule is at four dollars sixty. Six invincible jet at seven fifty. Three attractable at eight dollars fifty and out to double figures. So tab number four here. I am Bene, uh, your favourite here, Warren, for race four. I think she's got a terrific chance. She should get a nice run from the draw. She might have been in slightly inferior ground, first up in Adelaide, but ran well. She's building a good record from a good draw with Ben Mallam aboard. That's a, a good scenario for Ian Ben I'm with her, five ahead of two, Lady of Honour. agree with you, Richard. She's a, a really interesting runner. She's put three wins together that last preparation. She's had a reasonably long break, but, gee, she's uh, really trialling up nicely for the, for the Hayes boys. So she looks to be coming to hand well. She looks to have uh, the potential to progress on to, to better races than benchmark 78 grade. Six Invincible Jet was solid first up. He'll strip fitter and through that same form line, Home Rule was able to win that race. Got a lovely flowing ride from Damien Lane on that occasion. Uh, he may be a, a slightly better horse with uh, with more give in the ground, but he's fit and going well. Five, two, six, one. Yeah, I thought this was a tricky race. I'm going to tip number one, Home Rule, who has been absolutely flying on wet ground. You go back early in its career, had some good runs on dry ground. So I don't think we can pot it. It'll go forward, get a beautiful run. Uh, sit just behind the speed like it did last time. It's in the zone, and I think you'll get a great side from Home Rule here to beat one of good odds, number seven, Condos Express, who comes through the same race as Home Rule. Just wasn't a race where you were running on from the back, and Condos Express was back and wide. Actually hit the line okay. That was its first go for the stable. It draws one. It'll be a lot fitter. I think you'll see a much better run here. Five, Iron Benet. Good form their last campaign. Resumed. Was well backed in a good race. The run was okay without raving. Has got a good 1,200-metre record. And two, Lady of Honour, who's taking on the uh, a sort of different class than what it ran in their last campaign. A couple of soft jump outs. Looks to be going terrific. It's going to give you a great sight from a good draw. One, seven, five, and two. First of our features is race number five at Caulfield today. The Stowe Storage Solutions Vane Stakes. Three-year-olds, the boys, group three at 1,100 metres. And at number five, Alpha Wayne. We heard from Paul Snowden this morning. It's just a more uh, relaxed and more complete article this time around. Number five, Alpha One. And he's a $2.80 fixed favourite, 310 toad favourite. Number six, Giga Kick. We see again here at $4. Number one, Semion. Trial well coming in here for Team Hawks at $5. Number three, Mullane at $7. And number four, Thronbone. Keeps on flying under the radar. That, that touch, and here's a good test today at $8.50. Want to see what Man in the Mirror looks like in the yard? And Cannonball is there at $15. Um, the three-year-olds here, Mark, um, nice group of horses. Where do they fit in for the rest of the spring? Time will tell, but who do you like? I want to see Man in the Mirror, what it looks like when it runs past them at good odds here, Richard. <laughs> um, look, I think it's got a great chance, this horse. It's had two goes on the dry. It beats, uh, I think I get the name right, Paris Dior on debut, which is fantastic form. 
Second in the size down here on dry ground, you've got those two wet track runs jammed in between. Comes back off a break. I'm hoping here that Craig Weavers makes Alpha One work a bit. That's what Craig would do. He'd do the form. He wouldn't want to give Alpha One a soft lead. So I can see some early heat here. If that's the case, it just could set up absolutely beautifully here for Man in the Mirror to come screaming down the outside. Good odds and beat number one, Semyon. I think they're the best form. Uh, Semyon, that win in Sydney, the fifth in the Blue Diamond where it had to work from the outside gate. I think the two Sydney horses have got the best form in the race. I'm going with them. No knock on number five, Alpha One. It's obviously had the three goes at 1,100 and punctured each time. Look, it might have come back a better horse. It wouldn't shock me if Willow makes it work and just leaves it a bit vulnerable. And I'll put six giga kick in. I don't think there's a lot of depth to its form, but it was a good win first up, will be fitter, so I'm not knocking it. I think it's a good little value race here with seven and one. I'll go seven, one, five and six. Yeah, I'm seeing it very similarly. I think there's good speed, obviously, through Alpha One, Giga Kick, even Simeon and Cannonball have got a degree of tactical speed. Cannonball looks to be a little bit more conservative in his leading to this preparation, but I thought Man in the Mirror might just camp behind them. Blinkers are on, the winkers are off. Got that placing down here in the size as a two-year-old, and I think at odds, he's, he's there to be very strong late. Number seven, Man in the Mirror. Five, Alpha One will roll forward. I think ultimately he'll win the battle for the lead, and the way he's racing this preparation, no knock on him at 1,100 metres. He just has to prove himself, but he's been dominant over the shorter courses. Six giga kick gets the pre-race earmuffs on here. He's building a good record. I think the, the depth of the form behind him doesn't quite match what he meets here, but he looks to be progressive and won semi on real benchmark as a, as a two-year-old. Looks to have trialled up nicely to resume. Seven, five, six, one. On to race six, first leg of the Caulfield Quaddy, and the girls get their chance here in the Quisette Stakes. Three-year-old fillies, group three, 1,100 metres. Open market, number four, Ebha. Kieran McAvoy back uh, back on home shores here and for the Snowdens, and she's a $4.80 fixed favourite and a $5.20 favourite on the tote. Uh, number 12, Waltz on by, resumes here. She's at $6. Four, I'm loving you. Also kicks off here at six fifty. One Miss Rosiana didn't she do some good things to two year old? She's at eight dollars here, and number six she's got the boom um, at eight dollars. Num- number seven Lady Laguna was in with some good youngsters last season at nine dollars. Really open market here, guys, for race number six, the Quisette. Let you go first here, Warren. Yeah, thanks, Richard. It's a really challenging race. Um, I like what I've seen in the lead into her resumption of number 12 whilst on by. She's a mate, but she's been competitive in all her runs to date and no knock on, on her getting out of maiden grade and winning some good races as she progresses on. She got born behind Miss Rosiano, I'm loving you, and then ran in the blue diamond behind Dormier. I, I thought she's uh, trialled up really nicely. We're speculating before we get to the races about who might have improved during a break, and I think number 12 whilst on by has improved during her break transition between the two- and three-year-old season. 12 for me ahead of four. I'm loving you, who looks to have trolled up quite nicely to resume and was able to beat whilst on by down the straight at Flemington in her most recent run. Six, she's got the boom. Different form line down from Queensland, but a nice jump out here since arriving and, and looks to be working through the line well in the, the runs that I've been able to try and line up here. Number three, Ebhar. She was often gone in that recent trial. She's got a crossover noseband going on here. She's probably just got to learn to pace herself to, to some extent, but she'll be giving a sight and perhaps looking the winner at some stage. 12 4 six, three. Yeah, It's an open race. Look, I might be miles off the mark here, but, gee, I'm going with the Sydney form. I'm going to tip number five. I think you pronounce it Ohio, who 
about fifth in the Golden Slipper, coming from last, did get up along the rails. But I can't see any other horse in this race that could put in a performance like that. It's trolled well. It draws wide. It's probably got a horse like Miss Rosiana to follow into the race, which will give it a beautiful drag. And I reckon Ohio can run a good race here at good odds to beat number seven, Lady Laguna. Had some tough racing on heavy ground last campaign. That's the query I've got with this horse. But going off those couple of recent trials, looks to be going well. I think it draws a good spot to blend in. 15, Lamandra having its first go for the Hawks team. You could argue a trial equally as well, if not better than Lady Laguna. So that puts it in the mix somewhere. And four, I'm loving you of the locals, who was a good debut, did things wrong, then a good win up the straight. Recent trial was again a bit slow out, which is a concern, but trialled nicely. Bit of value here. I'll go five, seven, fifteen, and four. We had James Cummings on this morning. And look, if you if you missed James and you're listening now, I just um, jump onto my. If you have access to Twitter, there, uh, Hainsy seventy five. It's a, it's about a twelve minute chat with James this morning, and he goes through all the runners, and he certainly um, gives a good mention to Ohi. So, Hainsy seventy five, and um, if you want to hear from James Cummings, uh, that is up there now. And all the runners of his today, and um, also um, an update on some big guns there for Godolphin race seven. Let's focus back. Back on Caulfield here, race seven, guys. The Evergreen Turf Regal Roller Stakes, number 11, Uncommon James, $1.95. One Lombardo, six fifty. Two Cinewan, interesting here, at $8.50. Three Rangers at $8.50. And number four, Open Minded, also at $8.50. Um, Uncommon James here, Mark, a, a fair test. Uh, what are you thinking? Very hard to beat, Richard. The race has fallen away with the scratching of showmanship this morning. I think I'm going with two hopes here, Rangers and Uncommon James. I'm going to go with Rangers each way, the safe way. It's got the good hard fitness on its side. I think from the draw, it rolls across. Parks just behind the speed, which probably Sartorial Splendor, uh, Felicia, maybe Lombardo from out wide. They'll get a beautiful run here, fourth or fifth somewhere. They may well be getting off the inside by now. So I think Rangers each way, you won't do your money to beat number 11, Uncommon James. Pretty hard to line it up. It's running time. Looks like getting a lovely run in transit. Got into short enough odds for mine. I think seven, Felicia, is going better than what its form indicates. It's ready to push forward on a better track and run a place. And one, Lombardo, probably can't win with the 61 from the wide gate, but he's going to give you a sight for a long way. Just might be better with the run. Two chances for mine, three and 11, three, 11, seven and one. I don't think he's any value, Uncommon James, but I do think he's the most likely winner. He's building a good record. He's had a nice jump out down the Flemington Strait since arriving here. And with... Sartorial Splendor, perhaps even open-minded, Lombardo, Felicia, as Mark outlined, he just should get a lovely run just behind them and blend into the race when he chooses to. So it sets up very well for him. 11 hit a three Rangers, who I think comes across, tucks in behind the speed and looks the main danger to my eye. Two center one, he'll appreciate what looks like a reasonable speed, strong through the line, looks to be jumping out okay to resume. His fresh form's pretty good and one Lombardo. He's earned the 61 kilos with that Goodwood win, and he'll probably benefit from the run. Just a couple down in the weights look to, to have a little bit of, of upside at this stage of their preparations. 11 3 2 1. Let's go to our feature. One of the features, race eight, the PB Lawrence Stakes, wait for rage, group two, 1400 metres, and number two, Mr. Brightside is back at the races. He's a $3.30 favourite with the fixed market and also on the tote. Scolopini comes here, a fit horse, tab number four, the Queenslander at 440. I am Superman. If you miss Paul Snowden this morning, gee, I don't think they could have him any better uh, when Paul spoke to us um, around 7.30. Number seven, I am Superman at 5.50. Number eight, Elephant resumes here at uh, $8. Um, Uncle Bryn at 10. 
Buffalo River 11 and Regal Power 13. So the PB Lawrence here, Warren, the feature of the day. How do you see it? I'm leaning to Mr. Brightside. It was a handicap, obviously, at Group 1 level that he won his most recent run in the Doncaster. But after being slowly away, he ran well the All-Star Mile behind Zaki at Wait for Age. So I don't think there's any problem with him measuring up to, to this grade. He's no doubt going to improve with racing and with some bigger fish to fry down later in the spring. But he's such a, a, a consistent, reliable horse, and he looks to be coming to hand well, and he can run well on the fresh side and, and get a nice run from that draw. Leaning two ahead of seven, I am Superman. Gee, he looks to be in good order. I'm, I'm agreeing with what uh, you're saying that uh, the Snowden camp were mentioning about I am Superman. Loved his recent trial. He's good when he comes down here. He just doesn't want any rain during the course of the day. So for me, uh, a bit of a weather watch on I am Superman. But if the track stays in the good four range, he's right in the mix. Four Scalopini with that benefit of the run and the Bletchingly stepping up to 1,400 metres suits. And coming through the same jump out recently, numbers eight and nine, Uncle Brin. Nine, Uncle Brin, he's well out of the handicaps here, but uh, it was an outstanding jump out to, to get ready to get back to the races. Aggressive placement here, but uh, he's a horse who we haven't got a ceiling on yet. Two, seven, four, nine. I think if the rain stays away, that Miami Superman is an each-way certainty here. He just maps for a great run. He's either got to push Mr. Brightside down to the fence or just take block behind that horse. He'll be about fourth or fifth. He'll blend into the race. He's a good, he's a perfect Caulfield 1,400-metre horse. I think he just won't miss as long as the track stays dry here to beat. Number two, Mr. Brightside, who's the best horse in the race. It's resuming. Had two very soft trials. It got back and where we just basically bowled past the horse late. I mean, a bit more intent last time, but still, I wouldn't say it's had searching jump out, so you think it would improve off this. Nine, Uncle Bryn. Trial fantastic. Way up in class, but look for it to be running on. And eight, Elephant, who last time it met Mr. Brightside, it carried three and a half kilos more and finished just behind that horse. So it's somewhere in the mix also. But on a dry track... I think seven's an each-way special, seven, two, nine, and eight. Last of the day, finish off race nine, Caulfield, a, uh, a benchmark 84 over the 1,400 metres. Number 16, El Rocco for Johnny McArdle here, going for three wins on the trot, 440 favourite. Number nine, Pesquero uh, is at $5. 11, Unanimous, second up here at $7. And 13, Tamerlane is at $7.50. Number two, Military Expert, uh, resumes here. I'll be value at the nine fifty. Who knows? Number four, lucky decision at nine dollars fifty. Mark, race nine, Caulfield. Yeah, it's a chance for sure, Richard. I wouldn't be leaving out the quaddy military expert, but I the only horse in the race I could back here is number eleven, Unanimous. Ran first up, had nothing to follow up the straight. Was the the closest horse to the inside, and it was outsped. But I thought it was good through the line. It's fitter, jumps to fourteen hundred metres. Draws a gate where it's buried away, so we'll need some luck. It's got a really good turn of foot, this horse. If the brakes go its way, it should charge at these. Very even outside. It was a lot of chances. Number three, Polanco, I'll put in for second. It's competitive on dry ground, but a much, much better horse on wet ground. So if the rain comes, it's going to be very hard to beat. Six, so risque. has come back from a spell. In weaker races, in terrific form, it's got a chance. And nine, Pashiro. Look, its best form would win, I think, easily. Uh, ran first up, ran okay. Since then, it's had a setback. Had excuses last time. I'm not sure where it's at. It gets a beautiful run here for D-Lane. It's fitter at 1,400. So, bit of a D-Day there for Pashiro. 11, 3, 6 and 9. Very competitive finish. I've got the same top selection and unanimous. I thought the run first up, mark outline, just out in a bit of a limb back near the inside, down the straight, but ran through the line well. 
up to 1,400 metres from a good draw. 11 each way for me. 16, El Rocco. He's resumed gelded and he's in terrific form. He's obviously very competent on rain-affected ground. He's got to translate that to firmer ground here by this stage of the day. We'll know whether the, the rain's arrived. But I think he's going well and he's got to go in. 12, I could do better. First run for the Matty Raymond stable. The jump outs in the Western Districts have been with a bit of intent, but I've been impressive. Rast of gear changes with the, the blinkers coming off and three Palenko's been consistent in these type of races for a few weeks now, sometimes without much luck. Tough finish, 11, 16, 12 and 3. OK, uh, a look there at nine races from Caulfield today. Warren, I might just uh, I might stay with you for your, vest, uh, your best in value on the day. Well, it was a, a tough day to find a best. I've settled on race three, number four, she's all class. I think it's the, the right race for her to break through. A couple of odds that I, I fancied during the day. Race five, number seven, man in the mirror. Race nine, number 11, unanimous. I think they're both each way plays during the course of the day. The best race three, number four, she's all class. Okay, Mark, what about your best in value? Same as me. Uh, Richard, I'll go the best race three, number four, she's all class. And the value race five, number seven, man in the mirror. Uh, they're racing at Wodonga today, Mark, and you're making us wait till the last for a horse you think that should get the cash. Well, you should have waited longer last week, Richard. That <laughs> one was disgraceful down at Mowie. But um, yeah, wait for the last race seven, number two, Anthemic. It's a a very weak race. It and St. Moritz are in the same race last time. Oh, you, I would think Anthemic has to beat that horse home off that run. And the, not much depth. It should be winning the last race. Race seven, number two, Anthemics. It's there at uh, a $3 fixed favourite in the last of the day. Mark, Warren, thank you guys. Much appreciated. And uh, all being well, we'll speak next Saturday morning. Thanks, Richard.